fully loaded up and ready to come at you with two hours of incredible talk about the Southeast. This is the Y'all Show, and while most of the country focuses today on what's going on on Capitol Hill with Robert Mueller testifying before Congress, well, this is a show where we'll just take a little break from what's going on on every other, at least news channel, maybe even the sports channels have the Mueller testimony today. We got the South covered. That's what's on the front of our minds here on the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Good to have you back as we're talking about the South. It's getting a little cooler in some places after triple-digit temperatures. We've got good news on the weather front to let you know about in just a second. Also, can you believe it? Today marks the one-month mark from the start of college football. It will be August 24th. When the Miami Hurricanes travel up to Orlando and the Florida Gators travel down from Gainesville and they meet up on August 24th in the evening on a Saturday evening for the first college football game to celebrate the 150th year of college football. It was back in 1869 that Rutgers and the Princeton Tigers got together for a football game. That's considered to be the first football game. And this year marks the 150th celebration of that and to kind of kick things off, UF and UM meeting up in Orlando for a big game. And we're one month away from the start of a real football game, college football game at that, too. <laughs> and so happy college football. Speaking of college football, later today on the show, actually just a few minutes, we're going to be joined by Jonathan Leifite of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. He's going to come on and help us get ready for all the ACC football that's going to be going on real soon. In fact, those Miami Hurricanes represent the Atlantic Coast Conference, and we'll get his take on the Canes perhaps. But we'll also get Jonathan to weigh in on some of the coaches that were at ACC Media Days last week in Charlotte, the ACC football kickoff. We'll hear today some of the audio from those coaches that we didn't get to last week. Dave Doran of the NC State Wolfpack. The pack had a pretty good 2018 season. Didn't do too well in the bowl game. We've got Coach Doran coming up. Also, UVA coach Bronco Mendenhall. The Cavaliers had a a much improved 2018 season. And yes, they did do good in the bowl game, blanking the South Carolina Gamecocks in the Belk Bowl. And we'll hear from Bronco Mendenhall, head coach of the Virginia Cavaliers football program, both he and the PAC head coach coming up in our ACC Spotlight. Plus, we got what the media pundits predicted for the ACC that we'll get Jonathan's take on. All that coming up in just a few minutes. When we get to hour two of today's Y'all Show, our hashtag hullabaloo, we've got a, a real grab bag of fun stuff that we'll get to you and some real educational stuff. All that coming up at the start of the second hour. And then we'll go to Music Row where we'll find Precious Harris for the Nashville Music Line. And that'll get us going in hour two with all the all the gossip, all the fun stuff. What kind of parties has Precious been to in the last couple of days? We'll find out when we have our Nashville Music Line report from Miss Harris in hour two. 803-816-1170 is our number. If you want to call, we welcome your feedback. You can call or text that in line 24-7-803-816-1170. Our website is y'all.com. And on a couple of apps, you can find us streaming apps free of charge. You can listen to our show on your own schedule. Those apps are the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and the Apple iTunes podcast app, the purple icon. Check it all out and stay connected with y'all. Talk with a Southern accent. Well, I hope your day is going good as we are getting through this Mueller testimony today. 
and hoping hopefully this show is going to give you a little break from all the coverage that you might be seeing on some of the different networks i will tell you i discovered on tuesday evening when i had my my supper we have dinner at lunchtime and we have supper at nighttime at least most of us in the south that's what we call it or we should call it that but i was having supper last night and i was at chick-fil-a and so i discovered something that i don't know about you but if you ever had at least for a millisecond a dream of working on an aircraft carrier out there with all that gear on and all the colorful costumes that they wear or uniforms i guess would be a better term if you've ever had that desire but like me you probably wouldn't be able to get into the united states navy uh i've got a solution if you want to kind of have that thrill of being out there on the flight deck of an aircraft carrier you can get a job now at chick-fil-a in their drive-through do y'all know what i'm talking about chick-fil-a's across the southeast have all these people working outside for hours all day long all night long at their drive-through and they got this gear that's reminiscent of a aircraft carrier personnel person and I guess they're called the flight leader and some of the other positions they have in the Navy for all of our our Navy uh, seamen out there. Thank you for your service for all of our active duty personnel in the United States Navy. Thank you. And I I apologize for sounding like a a doofus not knowing all your terminology there. Perhaps you can text me 803-816-1170. Give me the Cliff Notes version of all the personnel that work on a flight deck at an aircraft carrier. But when I see those Chick-fil-A people taking those orders, and boy, when those cars come through that drive-thru, they're ready right there with their little device ready to take that order and get that money. They want that money. I'm afraid Chick-fil-A may not make it to the end of the week the way some of these places are so quick to take their money. But I guess Chick-fil-A knows what they're doing. They don't need me to criticize them or they can laugh all the way to the bank as i'm picking on it here but if you want to have that fluorescent gear look like an aircraft carrier employee then go work at chick-fil-a's drive-thru that's just my simple advice all right let's talk about headlines let's talk about mother nature and thankfully this is just something that we can just kind of get past we told you on tuesdays y'all about a tropical depression forming off the bahamas tropical depression three great news it has dissipated off the coast of florida it will not be a threat it's going to go out to sea and be just a whimper so that is great news to hear as this storm on tuesday was 60 miles east southeast of daytona beach and it is dissipating into the gulf so luckily the gulf stream waters didn't give this thing the fuel it needed to storm ashore florida or even work its way northward towards georgia or south carolina and it's gone tropical depression three you can erase that one from your storm chart blotter here today sad news coming from south texas five people have been killed in a three vehicle traffic accident in south texas this happened five miles northeast of victoria the texas department of public safety says the crash happened saturday around 11 in the morning and five people killed seven injured in this three vehicle vehicle accident near victoria investigators are trying to determine why a northbound van hit the left rear of a northbound bound semi pulling a flatbed trailer the van then struck a southbound pickup truck five people in the van died at the scene the female driver two men and two children five others in the van were injured the pickup driver and a passenger were hospitalized in serious but stable condition the driver of the semi was not hurt and visibility evidently played a role in the accident again five people killed around victoria texas in a weekend vehicle accident involving three cars our thoughts there to the victims And we know a little bit more about the developing story from Oxford, Mississippi, after an Ole Miss student, Ali Castile from St. Louis, Missouri, was found killed over the weekend, shot eight times, and arrest was made earlier this week in her death. 
as Lafayette County Sheriff's Department officials have arrested 22-year-old Brandon Thesfeld. He's arrested in connection with Castile's murder, and he's now booked into the Lafayette County Detention Center in Oxford, Mississippi. He was arrested by officers from the Lafayette County Sheriff's Department and the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations. And this man is from Fort Worth, Texas. He is a 22-year-old University of Mississippi student, just like the victim, 21-year-old University of Mississippi student, Ali Castile, again, killed over the weekend. Her body found near Sardis Lake in the Harmontown community in northwest Lafayette County in Mississippi. And more info on the on the killer or the alleged killer, Thesfeld, a student in the School of Business Administration and has been suspended from the University of Mississippi for his this alleged murder of a fellow student. And that is a developing story. We don't know if these two even knew each other prior to the murder, but a, a very disturbing story coming from Oxford and Lafayette County, Mississippi. A federal judge has approved a legal settlement affirming transgender people's right to use bathrooms matching their gender identity in many North Carolina public buildings. The consent decree between the state's Democratic governor and transgender plaintiffs covers numerous state-owned buildings, including facilities run by executive branch agencies that oversee the environment, transportation, and Medicaid, among others. In return, the plaintiffs have agreed to drop pending legal action against the governor and other defendants. And this agreement was signed by Judge Thomas Schroeder after a three-year legal battle challenging North Carolina's so-called bathroom bill and the law that replaced it. So right now in North Carolina, agreement in place between the government and the transgender right crowd. Again, this was a huge deal a couple of years ago when I think it started in Charlotte where they came up with this bathroom transgender right thing and a very conservative Republican majority in Raleigh and the state government along with a mayor who had actually wrong uh, with a governor at that time of North Carolina, who had been a mayor of Charlotte prior to having a complete change in policy and everything else in the queen city. They got behind this bathroom bill to change it. And we saw all kind of boycotts. We saw the NBA all-star game get moved out of Charlotte. We saw NCAA tournament t- teams have to leave. Like Duke went to play in South Carolina. They were supposed to be in a regional in North Carolina. An ugly situation, but maybe some of this getting behind the Tar Heel State now with this. Hundreds of black deaths from 100 years ago are now being remembered. And I am a student of history. I'll be honest, I've never heard of what happened back in the summer of 1919. And some say it ran red from the blood of racial violence. And people are remembering a lot of deaths that happened in towns like Elaine, Arkansas, in Annapolis, Maryland, in in northern cities like Washington, D.C., Chicago, and Syracuse, New York. Hundreds of black men, women, and children were burned alive, shot, hanged, or beaten to death by white mobs. Thousands saw their homes and businesses burned to the ground and were driven out, many never to return. Again, this was branded, it was nicknamed Red Summer because of the bloodshed and the uh, what amounted to some of the worst white-on-black violence in American history. And I had not heard of this, and I'm a guy that, kind of keeps up with the history i knew about what happened in tulsa oklahoma i think it's considered to be the most deadly riot in the history of our country happened just after 1919 in the early 1920s a very awful race riot in tulsa that happened around 1921 22 somewhere along though but i didn't know 1919 was a horrible year 
for race relations in our country, but evidently. So, in fact, I mentioned Elaine, Arkansas. This is in Phillips County, Arkansas. And between September 30th and October 1st of 1919, in the vicinity of Elaine, an estimated 100 to 237 black people were killed, along with five white men. And the Elaine Massacre, according to the Encyclopedia of Arkansas, was by far the deadliest racial confrontation in Arkansas history and possibly the bloodiest racial conflict in the history of the United States. Because of the widespread white mob attacks on blacks during this period of racial tension, in 2015, the Equal Justice Initiative in Montgomery classified the black deaths as lynchings in their report on lynching of blacks in the American South. Again, this is in the Arkansas Delta, not far from the Mississippi River. And this happened back in September, early October of 1919. And again, more than 100 black people killed, five white people killed. If you want to go read more, you might can learn more about what caused this awful racial strife in Elaine, Arkansas, in Phillips County, 100 years ago. To Lake Lure, North Carolina, and a tiki bar cook tried to flee authorities by swimming away in a north carolina river but luckily the tiki bar cook was caught by officers who were waiting downstream and 38 year old jesse lee boyd who wanted by the u.s marshal service on arrest warrants accusing him of forgery and counterfeiting in iowa and investigators were able to find him at the geneva riverside tiki bar and they were able to get him even though they had to wait down river as he i guess was trying to get across that river luckily those officers had some good patience and he finds himself in a nice cozy place gnc the vitamin place i know you've probably seen it you probably have one right in your backyard they're a national vitamin and supplement chain gnc and they have now said that they're going to close between 700 to 900 low-performing stores before the end of next year. The company did not list targeted stores. The chain has locations all over the southeast. They've got 4,100 stores across the country with a similar number of stores inside some of the CVS pharmacy locations around the southeast. But yeah, GNC making slashes to their listing and, and their locations. And it was brought up to my attention by my nine-year-old the other day. I don't know why the car manufacturer GMC didn't sue GNC because, boy, GNC stores are all over the place, and their logo looks pretty darn similar to GMC. And so I'm sure many people besides my nine-year-old have been confused through the years, thinking they were going to go in and get their car fixed, and they go into a vitamin store probably not what they were looking for that day but yes that company having some problems i'm sure the internet is part of the reason for their decline how about the former first daughter some news coming on arkansas native chelsea clinton she announced this week the birth of her third child jasper clinton mezvitsky born on monday the former first daughter tweeted that she and her husband mark are overflowing with love and gratitude and can't wait to introduce him to his big sister and brother. The couple have a daughter, Charlotte, born back in 2014, and they also have Aiden, born in 2016. And the former president, Bill, and his wife, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, celebrated the news in a big way. President Clinton tweeted that the grandparents are overjoyed and grateful to meet their new grandson, Hillary Clinton tweeted that she and her husband are so thrilled. 
By the way, Chelsea Clinton is now 39 years old. Her husband is an investment banker. They've been married since 2010, and they live in New York, a long way from Little Rock. But congratulations to Chelsea Clinton now with her third child and Bill and Hillary celebrating another grandkid. I wonder what their grandkids call them. Do they call them Mr. President and Madam President? Oh, just kidding. Too soon? Was that too soon? I think so. How about this story coming from Appomattox, Virginia? Not to surrender our Confederate Army, but no, here's a kind of a news story of today. A sign outside of a church in Appomattox reads, America, love it or leave it. And guess what? A couple of congregants decided this weekend to leave it. The pastor of the church, E.W. Lucas, told a local television station that some members walked out of their Sunday service over the national attention the sign brought to the Appomattox Church. The pastor, Lucas, says he'll stand by the Friendship Baptist Church sign, which he said is meant to make a statement about the political divisions in Washington, D.C., a couple hours to the north of Appomattox. Pastor Lucas has said that people who want to criticize the president and the country should, quote, go over there and live in these other countries for a little while. And his comment echoes President Trump, who previously tweeted that four minority congresswomen congresswomen should return to their totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came. But there in Appomattox, the Friendship Baptist Church, Losing a couple of new congregants or a couple of congregants choosing to go elsewhere now with this sign. But maybe Pastor Lucas is going to get a few more congregants coming to Appomattox. Never surrender. That's my whole thing I want to tell everybody in Appomattox. Hey, would you like to have Lucille, the famous guitar that B.B. King picked for, I guess, most of his professional career? Well, you'll have a chance to have a bid on Lucille as the king of the blues, his guitar is going up to auction. Julian's Auctions announced this week that King's Black Gibson ES345 prototype guitar is among the items from his estate that will be going up for bid on September 21st. And Julian's says Gibson gave King the instrument for his 80th birthday. The headstock has BB King 80 and a crown inlaid with Mother of Pearl. The guitar is estimated to be worth between eighty to $100,000. The National Medal of Arts that President George H.W. Bush presented to B.B. King in 1990 is also up for auction. So are his touring van, jewelry, and clothing. B.B. King, the 15-time Grammy winner, was 89 years old when he died back in 2015. And you can own... I guess he called any of his guitars get uh, Lucille as he was getting given this particular one when he was 80 and he died at 89 years old back in 2015. But he had a lot of Lucille's evidently. And you too can bid on this one with a nice collection of all the mother of pearls and such on the latest version of Lucille. Now going up for auction. If you've got a couple hundred thousand you'd like to spend on a guitar. To the Big Easy we go for our final story, and it's a sticky situation in the Crescent City as crews spent the night removing syrup from one block of a four-lane street along New Orleans French Quarter. Police say a container truck spilled about a 1,000 gallons of syrup on Monday evening in Rampart Street, which runs between the French Quarter and Treme neighborhoods. It had two eastbound lanes blocked off on Tuesday a spokesperson for the New Orleans police said in an email news release that one lane would close again Tuesday to ensure streetcar tracks were syrup-free. 
police say the trucker was cited for improper loading and size and weight limit violations. So if you want some syrup to go along with whatever you need syrup for, hey, you might can get a free dose of it there in the French Quarter area of New Orleans thanks to a syrup spill at the edge of the French Quarter. Mm, I like me some syrup now. It'd be good on a beignet right there in New Orleans, Louisiana. Well, that is a look at headlines here from across the South here on the Y'all Show. When we come back, our friend Jonathan Lifeite, he's waiting in the wings. He's got all the fun coming from the Atlantic Coast Conference. We'll get the latest on the ACC. Plus, we'll also hear from a couple of head football coaches from the ACC. We've got Dave Doran, head coach of the NC State Wolfpack, standing by. Plus, Bronco Mendenhall, coach of the Virginia Cavaliers. You'll hear from both of those as they were at ACC football kickoff. We'll have all that coming up here in Hour 1. And want to remind you, coming up in Hour 2 of today's Y'all Show, we're going to go to Nashville and get all the latest from Music City with Precious Harris. All on Y'all, talk with a syrupy Southern accent and no Muller talk today. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1313. That's promo code 1313 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. It's ACC time here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Yeah, Wednesdays are where we carve out time to talk about the Atlantic Coast Conference. And we bring on our friend Jonathan Lifeite of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital 
to let us know what's going on from Boston College to Miami, from Clemson to Louisville. We got your ACC gossip right here with Mr. Lifeite. Hello, Mr. Lifeite. Hello there, Mr. Rawl. Oh, I get a Mr. Wow, I'm impressed by that. Well, I figured I'd return the favor. Well, you're a Southern gentleman. Yes, you are. Well, Jonathan, we're going to talk about the ACC football kickoff as we will continue to kind of repeat some of the fun from Charlotte from last week. But we've got more than just that to talk about today. Mr. Jonathan, I was flipping around a couple of ACC websites this week, and I just happened to see a common theme on a lot of them. They're out kind of outwardly pushing, hey, you want to see the ACC in? Well, here's what you need to do as we're about a month away from the ACC in. Actually, we're exactly one month away from its debut today. What is going on with the ACC network and what is this push by conference members to try to get people to get it signed up on their local cable systems and or satellite system? Well, it's really, you know, the same thing happened back when uh, the SEC launched their network. You know, you had, uh, you know, ESPN has to negotiate deals in with uh, with the network and with the, with the carriers. And uh, so far, they're doing pretty good. If you believe what John Swafford had to say, uh, uh, when at the ACC media kickoff, he says they're on schedule, maybe a little ahead in terms of uh, getting subscribers. So it, it's really what they're trying to do is tell folks, hey, if you want uh, your carrier to, to, to take this uh, to, to get the ACC network, you better start pressuring them and uh, pressure them now so that we've got some more negotiating leverage in terms of uh, getting, getting it out there. So what they're doing is they're trying to use the fans' passion. Uh, in order to drive, uh, you know, better deals with the uh, with the uh, the various carriers that would uh, would uh, have the uh, network on their on their programming. All right, Jonathan. I live. Let's say I live in Georgia. I live in the middle of Georgia. We'll say Fitzgerald, Georgia. Okay. And mm-hmm. I, I know you may not have the the information for that particular community in Georgia, but I'm going to guess that the SEC network's pretty available. Maybe on cable in Fitzgerald, Georgia, right now. Yeah, probably true at this point. I mean, they have had a few years a uh, head start on the ACC in terms of getting their uh, carriage deals negotiated. So, yeah, there's probably a pretty good chance. And there's actually probably about a I don't know forty percent chance that uh, thirty five to forty percent chance that you have the ACC network there at this okay. point as well. That's what I was so, going mean, to ask. Okay, it's getting there. I mean, they've still got some big things to to, to do. I don't believe UVerse. Um, it's really weird. AT and T has Direct TV signed up for the ACC network, but they haven't done UVerse yet. Um, Comcast Xfinity is not signed up, and I believe Spectrum, but Charter, Direct, we mentioned them, Hulu, a number of the other, um, what I'll call, online-only carriers that you can get your your uh, programming through have all signed up as well. So, um, you know, if, if you want to watch it, you can get it. Um, uh, even if your local carrier doesn't, you can you know stream it from uh, Hulu or one of the other carriers or one of the other online providers. I know you're not Ted Turner here, and you can't tell me everything about cable TV, but but you should be Ted Turner because you went to college right around the corner from where TBS started. Jonathan, if you are a guessing guy, is the ACC network going to be more readily available, if you had to guess, in places where it's only ACC country? I'm talking North Carolina Virginia, are you going to find maybe a little bit better penetration there? Um, you probably will find a little bit because there will be a lot of the smaller players nationally that won't give two hoots about it. You know, if they're 
if there's a small cable franchise, and I don't know, you know, the extent to some of these are how regional they are. Um, uh, there might be some that are more West Coast oriented, and they might go, "Yeah, who cares?" Um, but you know, if there's some that are more East Coast, there's going to be more pressure. Certainly, when you look at the big guys like we mentioned, Xfinity and some others, those guys have a pretty significant East Coast presence, so they're going to have pressure to carry it. And and by the way, John, I actually did work for Ted Turner and actually met him uh, when uh, when I was working for him for a bit. Well, how about that? I am impressed. Did he give you any money? Uh, he did well. He gave me a paycheck. Okay, so that, that was good enough. So, so technically, yes, he did. All right. Well, that's good news. Uh, Not John, very much so. And in case you don't know, in, in terms of the ACC, literally, I'm talking about a nine iron chip shot. Is the distance between Georgia Tech's basketball arena and the TBS headquarters? Am, am I about accurate on that? Uh, you could you could get away with probably if you hit a putter good enough, you could probably get it there. Yeah, they're side by side right there near North Avenue, and uh, right across Tenth Street from each other. Okay, I didn't know the exact street, but it's right around, of course, North Avenue and the Varsity. For all of you who aren't familiar with where Georgia Tech is in Atlanta, speaking of Georgia Tech, Jonathan and the ACC Network, aren't we going to see some guys with Georgia Tech connections on that ACC in a good bit? I'm talking about West Durham, and I believe Tom Luganville are both going to be on there a good bit. Uh, well, you've got uh, a number of players, a number of folks who have uh, Georgia Tech connections. Uh, first up, you got Wes Durham, who's the former announcer. He will actually be paired up in play-by-play with Roddy Jones from Georgia Tech. Um, so that's uh, that's one there. Um, I, I hadn't heard Tom Luganville being part of that, but uh, one of the other play-by-play uh, teams will include Chris Cotter, um, who was another uh, uh, alumni of the institute, who was also a uh, t- he was a talk show radio host on, uh, I believe it was 790 The Zone way back in the day uh, before he went to New York and then on to ESPN for greater fame. So okay. uh, quite a few folks there that will have uh, some Georgia Tech connections going into the ACC network. Well, I'm pretty sure Luganville is going to be on there a lot, mainly because he lives in Charlotte. That's where the ACC network is. And, of course, he kind of is a college football expert already in the ESPN fold. And – he was a Georgia Tech quarterback, although briefly, you probably remember the name Tom Luganville under center for Georgia Tech. Yeah, he was has the uh, ignominious uh, um, uh, honor of being the the starting quarterback the year Georgia Tech had probably the worst se- well by far the worst season in my lifetime. And they were what one in ten, <laughs> one in ten, and that was probably just after they'd won the national championship. Uh, it was 1994, so yeah, it was four okay. years later. Okay, a couple of years after that. Well, Jonathan, I'm not sure who's going to win the ACC conference this year. Most people would say Clemson is going to win. In fact, I may not be able to guarantee that, but according to the odds maker, Clemson is by far the runaway favorite for winning the ACC, and the picks are in. Clemson and Virginia are predicted to play for the conference championship. I wondered what you thought of what came out after the ACC kickoff last week. Yeah, kind of funny. Um, you had, uh, let's see, uh, 174, 173 fir- uh, first place votes. Uh, Clemson got 170 of them. Yeah, Syracuse so, got two votes. Virginia won. Yeah, Virginia got one. Uh, and uh, it just it kind of cracks me up. Um, it was pretty a little bit closer on the coastal side. Virginia did get picked, um, but it was a very close race between them and Miami. Um, and then it dropped off a good bit from there to, to Virginia Tech. But nonetheless, uh, 
not surprisingly to me, Virginia uh, gets gets the nod on the on the, over Miami. Uh, I thought they probably were a slightly better pick given kind of some uncertainty going into the season with Miami's new coach and whatnot. Um, but uh, Virginia certainly had a strong finish to the year and uh, looked pretty good. So that's probably a, not a bad pick. And this was a preseason media poll coming from the ACC kickoff. Speaking of the Cavaliers, in the next segment, you're going to get a chance to hear Bronco Mendenhall, coach of UVA, at the football kickoff. Plus, we'll have NC State's coach there. Speaking of the Wolfpack, in this prediction from the media, the Wolfpack kind of sandwiched halfway in that Atlantic division. Who's in the bottom? Wake Forest and Louisville's dead last in the predictions from the media for the ACC. As far as the Coastal Division, Jonathan, Georgia Tech picked dead last in that division. I'm sure you probably have a little bit of an issue with that. Uh, yeah, I do. It's, it kind of cracks me up a little bit. Uh, um, but you know what? The, I don't think – I think the next time the uh, writers get even get it even close to right on the Coastal will be the first time. I don't think a single champion that they picked um, has ever managed to actually win the uh, the uh, Coastal. So um, they've been, been wrong and spectacularly wrong. As a matter of fact, I believe Georgia Tech was picked uh, – last or second to last in 2014 and ended up winning the whole thing so uh coastal record for the for the sports writers is pretty poor well the praise of clemson continues the media put out it's all acc preseason team 13 clemson players including quarterback trevor lawrence named to the all acc teams and on the offense t higgins of the tigers and Justin Ross are among the Clemson players there on offense. From let's see, Duke had Deion Jackson on that list as well, and to Marion Terry of Florida State made it on wide receiver position for the defense of the ACC first team included Xavier Thomas of Clemson. Also, you had Florida State's Marvin Wilson making it. Bryce Hall, cornerback for the Virginia Cavaliers, also on that, and a whole bunch of other Clemson players. Uh, Clemson's doing pretty well these days, Jonathan. Yeah, they're living pretty large. When you can get to, there were 25 folks named to the all ACC, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and three on special teams. And when over half the team was a Clemson player, uh, that ought to tell you something about how things are going in the ACC right now. Well, things are going so well in the ACC at football kickoff last week. David Cutcliffe and the Duke Blue Devils were crowing, Jonathan, and that's not something you would always say about David Cutcliffe, but here's a quote from the coach of the Duke Blue Devils from ACC football kickoff. The ACC, it's as good as any football conference in the country. Yep. Okay. I was waiting on a reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, um, sometimes it gets a little short thrift, but nonetheless, um you know they've done a pretty good job of competing. Um, you know, each every conference has had its up years and, and its down years, and uh, you know probably wouldn't say last year was one of the better ones for the for the ACC. But year in and year out, um, they're they're you know right up there among the among the best. It certainly was not the best of years from top down, but the top did win the national championship. So that kind of makes up for some of the really bad football we saw in the ACC last year and. 
David Cutcliffe might be just on to something here with that bold statement. Jonathan, we're going to hear from more coaches after the break. I want to quickly get your take on a story that came out this week. The NCAA is going to start paying athletes part of a $208 million settlement. This is portions of a class action settlement paid by the NCAA in a case that challenged its caps on compensation. In layman's terms, what, what does this mean? I've been trying to make heads or heads or tails of it and kind of the best I can tell they're, they're kind of looking, looking at, I think this has to do with, with um, how things, how they're compensated with regard to, uh, um, to education and some caps that the, that the NCAA put in place. And so what they've done is, is penalize the, uh, AC, the NCAA uh, and force them to basically pay back uh, those athletes for, for capping uh, what they could get. So um, kind of interesting how that's all working out, but I think it has to do a lot of, a lot of what they did is related to that, what I'll call that stipend, the, the cost of attendance stipend and some limits there. And I think that the, that's kind of all kind of, uh, kind of held up with, with that kind of thing. All right. 53,748 FBS players from football, that is, and Division One men's and women's basketball players who competed between March 2010 and March 2017 are eligible to receive compensation. And according to the law firm that's dispersing the payments, payments will range between $5,000 to $7,500 for those who competed for four years. That's kind of a nice Christmas in July present for some of these athletes. I wish somebody would give me that kind of a... Uh, Christmas in July present. Well, we got a little bit of a Christmas present. You ready for it? After the break, we're going to keep talking about more ACC football, Jonathan. Stay tuned, everybody. We've got Dave Dorn and Bronco Mendenhall standing by. Their thoughts on the Wolfpack and the Cavaliers as the Y'all Show wraps up this first hour. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. 
Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. The Y'all Show, our last segment of this first hour, our talk about the ACC continues alongside Jonathan Leifheit of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. I am John Rawl. Catch us here, 803-816-1170. And Jonathan, last week in Charlotte, the ACC football kickoff was held. We played a couple of coaches' audio on the show last week. We didn't get to NC State. We didn't get to Virginia. But luckily for Wolfpack and Cavalier fans, today is your lucky day. We'll start off with Dave Doran of NC State. The pack really had kind of a chance to push Clemson a little to the edge in 2018. It looked like NC State was going to be maybe the only team that might could give them a run for the division title. But in the end, Clemson cruised to that. NC State, an improved 2018 season, but they didn't quite get it done in the bowl game. Jonathan, your thoughts before we hear from Dave Doran, coach of the Wolfpack. Yeah, they, they're going to have to replace their uh, their uh, oh, offensive coordinator. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. Dave Doran has done a, a decent job of kind of putting the program in place up there, and um, we'll see if he can continue it. Um, as we mentioned earlier in the show, they were kind of picked middle of the pack, uh, pun intended, um, for uh, for the ACC Atlantic, so it doesn't look to me. I mean, not that the sports writers necessarily know exactly what they're going to do, but um, you know they're probably going to be on tap for another solid season. You know, give them seven to, seven to wins on the probably if they really if things go really bad, probably six wins. If things go really well, probably nine wins for them. So that's kind of my opinion of where they'll be. And the offensive coordinator you were talking about, I believe, was Drinkowitz. And he left Raleigh to go to Boone to take over Appalachian State when Satterfield left there to go to take over Louisville. Well, here is Coach Dave Dorn of NC State talking about his Wolfpack of 2019. Statistically, you know, we're really good top three in rushing defense, top three in third down defense, top three in red zone defense. Uh, We need to create more takeaways on defense, in my opinion. You know, offenses are going to get yards. Uh, you guys all know the, the RPO world allows offenses to do things that really aren't fair in, in football. To have linemen downfield and throw forward passes is really hard on a defense. And so the stress gets put on the secondary if you're a team that wants to stop the run, and that's something I believe in. Uh, so our DBs obviously get a lot of the blame, and I don't think that's always their fault. You know, a lot of times they're playing one-on-one, and everyone else is trying to defend the run game, and that's just college football. But if we can get more takeaways and do what we did last year on third down in the red zone, stopping the run, create shorter fields for our offense, I think that would be outstanding for our football team. Well, our offense is built, you know, to be balanced, first of all. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to just beat my head against the wall. You know, we had three outstanding wide receivers last year, and Ryan was one of the best throwers in the country, and so we took advantage of that. 
uh, we'll see what we end up with this year. You know, I'm excited about Ricky Person and really excited about our young backs, Donovan Knight, Jordan Houston, Delbert Mims. We've got four talented running backs, but they need to get into camp and show that they can hang on to the football and that they'll protect our quarterback and do all the things that Coach Kitchings demands from them. But, you know, our offense is trying, uh, constantly evolving. Uh, but one thing that does remain constant is I want to be a balanced football team. I want to run it when I want to run it. I want to throw it when I want to throw it and be able to have the confidence with our offensive line that they can do both. And I think if you get too one-sided to that, it gets really hard now to shift to the other when you need it in a football game. NC State football coach Dave Dorn at ACC football kickoff. Well, the Virginia Cavaliers had a pretty good 2018 season. I would think most Cavalier fans would chalk it up as a a good season, minus their game against Virginia Tech, a game UVA absolutely could have, should have won. They haven't beaten the Hokies, I think, in 10 years, something like that? 15. Okay, Uh, 15 years. And they had their chance, and they blew it. And they let Virginia Tech get bowl eligible, I believe, with their with that win. And so, they sure, well, they they gave them the opportunity to to. They had, a, I think, a cancellation due to a hurricane, so okay. they they had a game ready to go if if they were going to be close enough to be bowl eligible. And Virginia let them off the hook, and so then they scheduled had that game going, and off they went to the bowl. Yep. Well, the coach of the Cavaliers, Bronco Mendenhall, who has come over from BYU to lead a very good Virginia resurgence, other than I think they lost two games last year in double overtime. One of those was to Georgia Tech, right? Uh, Single overtime. That was only a single overtime. Well, they lost two games in OT, and I know Coach Mendenhall not happy about that, but he's got a team that took that loss, took that loss to Virginia Tech, and went into Charlotte and destroyed the South Carolina Gamecocks in the Belk Bowl. And UVA, hey, all eyes are on the football program now that the basketball program's toting around a national championship. And Coach Mendenhall's ready to bring some success to the football program. Here he is the coach of the Hoos. Anytime that you're part of a conference, the, the goal is to win the conference championship. That's one of the values of of some of the value added of being in a conference is to win the conference championship. Yes, it would be nice for us to clean up this nice little package of now us being the, the seventh team, the seventh different team to win the Coastal. It doesn't always work like that. That will happen when we earn it and when we play well enough for that to happen. A year ago, two overtime losses prevented that from happening. Those overtime losses weren't accidental. We were outplayed and we didn't execute in the critical moments. Uh, but we did apply those learnings. We worked relentlessly and shut out a SEC opponent um, that was another indication of our capability. We have as good a chance as anyone on our side of the division to win this league. Um, and. I don't think it's a stretch to say that. We have a returning quarterback, we have a strong defense, we have a culture of excellence, and we have confidence and we have an expectation that that's what we're capable of. Now doing that is the next part. Um, So we're optimistic, we're excited, but also acknowledge the challenge. And as you said, it hasn't been done for a while for UVA. Uh, That would make it that much more gratifying if we are the team to be able to do that. UVA football coach Bronco Mendenhall at ACC football kickoff. Mr. Lifeite, your thoughts on how Mendenhall's doing there in Charlottesville? Well, he uh, he is not what I would call a conventional coach. We can kind of listen to him a little off the beaten path in, in terms of how he thinks and whatnot. But um, certainly, he did a he did a pretty darn good job out at BYU, and uh, 
given the, the absolute disaster and train wreck that he inherited in Charlottesville, um, I think the you know they came as close as they did to the uh, winning the coastal last year and now being picked to win it this year. Um, he's done a pretty darn good job, and uh, um, he's certainly proven himself to be a good coach. Very, very good and solid defensive coach. They always have a, a great game plan on the defensive side, and uh, you know they're they're proving uh, you know Bryce Perkins is a fantastic quarterback, and they're finding ways to to get him the ball and and uh, you know let him make plays. So. Uh, all in all, he's done a, done a re- really good job, I think, up, uh, up there in Virginia. All right. And a reminder that exactly one month from right now, on August 24th, the ACC's Miami Hurricanes and that other conference's Florida Gators get together in Orlando to get the 2019 football season going. So, Jonathan, only a couple weeks, and we'll be off and going with the 2019 season. I know you can't wait. The countdown's on. All right. Jonathan, thank you. Again, Jonathan with CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You guys have a great rest of the week. All right. When we come back in hour two, we'll get it going with hashtag hullabaloo. And then we'll check in on Music Row and find out what's going on in Music City with Precious Harris. It's the Nashville Music Line all ahead in hour two of today's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1313. That's promo code 1313 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Muller, 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 Muller. The heck with Muller. You're listening to the Y'all Show, where we talk about the South, darn it. And we're glad that you have tuned us in here on this Wednesday edition of the All Southern Program. I am John Rawl. It is wonderful to be back with you. We've got all the fun coming from Nashville in the next segment. Precious Harris is going to be reporting from Music Row. And I want to find out what's going on with all this country music madness It's coming up, and you're going to be delighted. Plus, we've got a reminder for some of you. It might be a new thing to let you know about. But we've got a very special guest coming on Thursday's Y'all Show. A queen is joining us on Thursday's Y'all Show with an exclusive interview. And we'll tell you who that is and play a little sample of that person when we get to our Nashville Music Line report here in just a few minutes. I know you're on the edge of your seat awaiting the big story of who that is so hang on and i'm being very gender pronoun neutral or whatever that term is 
It is a queen. Well, I guess if it's a queen, most people would consider that a female. So, okay, it's a female. But I'll tell you who that is. But you're going to have to wait a little bit, all right? 803-816-1170 is our number if you want to connect to us here with a text or call. Welcome your feedback. Maybe you want to have a queen of another type or a king of another type come on the Y'all Show. Hit us up, 803-816-1170. We'll, we'll certainly look at all your suggestions. And I would probably tell you that no matter what the suggestion is, good, bad, or indifferent, we'll probably, just because we're nice people here, we'll probably follow your suggestion. We'll probably do it. So I double dog dare you. 803-816-1170. All right, let's get the hashtag hullabaloo here on y'all as I'm clapping. Woo! Yeah, it's hashtag hullabaloo time, y'all. And we've got a really feel-good story to start out our hashtag hullabaloo. I found on Twitter a tweet from Larissa Reinhardt at Larissa, L-A-R-I-S-S-A-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-T. Larissa is a Wall Street Journal best-selling author of Cherry Tucker Mystery and Mizey Albright detective series, a sassy and Southern mysteries and romance series. You can go to her website, LarissaReinhardt.com. But what Larissa wrote here isn't necessarily promoting her own books, her own Wall Street Journal bestselling author. I didn't realize the Wall Street Journal was into tracking bestsellers, but according to Larissa, that's what she put on her profile. So who am I to judge? Here's what she actually tweeted out there. And this is the feel good story today to get our hashtag hullabaloo up and going. She's got a story link from southernliving.com, and it's called Georgia Sea Turtles Are On the Rise. The nesting season numbers thus far are boding well for this once threatened species. And Southern Living's Perry Ormont Blumberg has penned a story that, if you don't mind, Perry, I'm just going to read from some of it to let all y'all know what's going on with our sea turtles along the Georgia coast. As few creatures reserve a special place in our hearts as the mystical sea turtle. That's why we're so excited to read this encouraging report from the New York Times titled, Once Threatened, Sea Turtle Nests Thrive Along the Georgia Coast. In this piece, writer J.C. Fortin shares that while loggerhead sea turtles were once designated as threatened species just a few decades ago, they now seem to be having a renaissance along Georgia's coast. As of June 12th, 1,779 sea turtle nests have been counted by researchers so far for the 2019 season, a link that can vary year by year. Last year, the number of sea turtle nests for the whole nesting season was recorded at 1,742, so they're up about 37 right now, meaning this year could shatter some existing records. In addition to loggerhead turtles, Other species like the leatherneck sea turtles and green sea turtles also nest along the Georgia coast. Things are also looking better in other areas of the south beyond Georgia. According to research director Joe Fowler, a sea turtle conservation group based in Savannah, he is a part of that group, and the Dr. Fowler added that while not all species of sea turtles are thriving around the world, The subpopulation of loggerheads that is centered on Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina is doing well. And the doctor says that he thinks one of the reasons why sea turtles have something of a success story is that the community is highly collaborative. And that's what he's talking about there, the people that live along the coast of Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, I guess part of Florida as well. 
they are committed to saving sea turtles. And I remember 30 years ago living along the South Carolina coast, hearing stories about sea turtles. I've never seen one. And I've lived in some areas that sea turtles I know were coming in at the crack of dawn and, and leaving out at the crack of dawn, too, after they took care of their, their little ones. And if you've ever seen the video of a loggerhead sea turtle doing its nest and then going out to sea, it's pretty darn neat. And there's areas all along the Carolinas and Georgia where they have their protected nest. And it's a really cool thing to see. And we don't want to see anybody disturbing those things. It's certainly a human being disturbing the sea turtle nest. We can't help the raccoons. I guess raccoons get in there. Maybe stray dogs will find a sea turtle, maybe even a snake. Lord knows. (laughs) But that's good news here to start out our hashtag hobaloo that sea turtles are our deep fried sea turtles our dixie sea turtles are doing good and we are thrilled for all of you along the georgia and carolina coast for that news kb is on twitter at k bennett 16 a christian a southerner an architect a hunter and maybe more important than everything else an LSU alumnus. <laughs> and also they provide they provide this proud information, a world renowned nacho chef. <laughs> so I didn't know you could become a nacho chef, but KB K Bennett 16 on Twitter claims that. All right. Well, maybe because they're world renowned for being a nacho chef is why they put this tweet out there this week. Deviled eggs are a balanced breakfast, right? Question mark. Hashtag Southern. And I had never thought of deviled eggs as being a breakfast item. It kind of makes sense. People eat eggs. They eat scrambled. They eat fried eggs. People eat eggs poached. They eat them all kinds of ways. Why not, as good Southerners, have a deviled egg? And I went to a website, thekitchen.com. That's V-K-I-T-C-H-N. It doesn't have the E at the end of that. It's the kitchen with no E dot com. All right. And they have a recipe there at the kitchen.com for breakfast deviled eggs. And it makes 24 deviled eggs serving four to six adults. It only requires 10 to 15 minutes of prep time and 10 to 20 minutes of cooking time. So you're looking at roughly 30 minutes of preparation and from prep to in your belly, 30 minutes breakfast deviled eggs all right here's what you need to make 24 deviled eggs for breakfast 12 large eggs eight ounces of full fat cream cheese softened at room temperature for an hour or more a half teaspoon of kosher salt a grind of black pepper two tablespoons everything bagel seasoning haven't heard of that one everything bagel seasoning you need two teaspoon tablespoons rather here's the instructions not too hard Pay attention. If you want to see this recipe in living color, go to thekitchen.com, K-I-T-C-H-N.com. Instructions. Hard boil the dozen eggs by your preferred method. Then drain and cool the eggs in an ice bath. Peel them. Slice the eggs in half lengthwise and use a small spoon to pop out the yolks and place in a bowl. Cut the cream cheese into rough pieces and add to the yolks. Use a hand beater or stick blender to blend, starting on low low speed and then on high speed until fluffy and whipped. Then beat in the salt and pepper. Then taste it. Adjust the seasonings if desired. Then use a spoon or a piping bag to fill the egg whites with the yolk mixture. 
It will be stiff, if necessary, microwave in very short bursts of two to three seconds to soften it even more. Then sprinkle the tops of the filled eggs generously with the everything bagel seasoning and serve within two hours. All that for breakfast deviled eggs. You knew this was coming here on the Y'all Show, that we were going to keep talking about deviled eggs. And here we have it, breakfast deviled eggs, just in time, maybe for tomorrow's breakfast. <laughs> All right? Get your loved one, your honeydew, to do that for you. Or you do it for your honey. Okay? That would be a great gesture. Surprise them with breakfast deviled egg style. Our final tweet here on our hashtag Fun today comes from Leslie Scott. We're keeping the fun and the food going at Leslie S. Writes on Twitter, a romance author, a romance enthusiast, and a word wizard, a lover of sparkly things, and a watcher of Dooney and Bork and reality TV, and a mom to the best kid ever. Well, I guess I'm the father to the best kid ever, and you're the mom to the best kid. Maybe we got the same kid, Leslie. Again, Leslie Scott on Twitter this week. Here's what Leslie wrote, and I'll leave this one for your own discretion, okay? Here's what Leslie wrote. Tomato sandwich for lunch? Yes, I think I shall. Hashtag garden tomatoes. Oh, if you don't have a tomato sandwich in July at some point, if you're a claim to be a Southerner, then maybe we just need to take your Southern credentials away because there's no better month than to have that tomato sandwich than right here in the South. And I encourage you to take it into work with you. Put it in the refrigerator at work. You don't have to, of course, warm it up like most sandwiches, stick it in that fridge, or maybe, uh, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I guess a tomato sandwich will be okay for a while left out without refrigeration. I'm not sure about with the mayonnaise, if you're going to put Duke's mayonnaise, of course, on it. But get your tomato sandwich lined up and ready for tomorrow's lunch so tomorrow here's what we're going to do okay everybody paying attention we're going to have that breakfast deviled egg that we just told you the recipe for and you'll have the breakfast deviled egg to wake up with and then you're going to go into work you're going to put in a good solid two three four hours of work and you're going to punch that clock at lunchtime you're going to go out in the pickup truck and you're going to open up a, a good old rc cola and a moon pie but you're going to have a tomato sandwich to go along with your lunch festivities now does that not sound like the perfect southern lunch here in the month of july i think it is and leslie scott just like your tweet said tomato sandwich for lunch question mark yes i think i shall i say yes you shall and you shall do this tomorrow if you're lucky if you're a lucky lady you're already lucky you're the best got the best kid ever according to your twitter profile and you're going to be enjoying your thursday with a tomato sandwich, or should we say demater sandwich? That's what some of us here in the South, that's how we pronounce it. And that's your hashtag hullabaloo. Now, wasn't that fun? Wasn't that just scrumptious? Oh, it was. Well, I'll tell you what else is scrumptious when we get all the fun from Nashville, Tennessee. And that's what we'll do in the next segment. Precious Harris is coming on with the Nashville Music Line. And we're going to find out what is going on with some of the hit makers of today and the greats of yesteryear. That's up next on Y'all. 
This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1313. That's promo code 1313 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Now that's the sound you get when you combine Texas and Oklahoma. That's Maddie and Tay and their latest song working its way up the chart right now. Die from a broken heart. It is y'all talk with a southern accent. This is our country music spotlight. We've got Precious Harris on from Music Row in Nashville. And Precious, the author of I Know Country. That's got 366 daily country music questions and answers. You can buy it and instantly download your ebook copy at iknowcountry.com. And Precious is also a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. You can go to collegeofsongology.com for more details. Also, follow Precious's blog, nashvillemusicline.com. You also can find Precious's great work at y'all.com. And we've got the Queen of Music Row on with us right now. Speaking of Queen, we've got a special announcement, a reminder for some of you, if people like Precious who haven't tuned in every second of the show, we've got maybe an announcement to tell you about when we start our next segment. But hello, Precious. How you doing? How's Music Row? It is good. It was just absolutely beautiful today, even though it rained like a terrible storm yesterday. Today was beautiful. Everybody was out on the patio eating lunch. It was really it was, for wherever you went for lunch, you couldn't get an outside seat because they were all taken. So it was a beautiful day. Beautiful and, day and not too hot, from what I understand. Yes, it was beautiful. Beautiful yeah. day for outside lunching. Beautiful, just like Maddie and Tay. Tell oh, me more are. about this duo. They've got this song out, Die from a Broken Heart. Now, they kind of got on the scene a couple of years ago. I, I love the way they broke onto the country music scene, Precious, because A, they had a good song, but they had a song that was kind of a stick your finger in the eye of country music. Girl in a Country Song was kind of a criticism of what's been going on the last couple of years in country music, the bro country trend. And that song, which was a huge hit for them a couple of years ago, it went all the way to number one back in 2014. They were a a platinum record on that one right there for Maddie and Tay, and now got this new song out. What can you tell us about Madison Kay, Maddie Marlowe, and Taylor Elizabeth Tay Die, one from Sugarland, Texas, the other from Ada, Oklahoma? Excuse me. Well, first of all, they started coming to Nashville when they were like in their teens. 
And um, well, they're only twenty four uh, now. Uh, so. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking. They started singing around town and making their and, and shake. You know, getting some people to notice them when they were just sixteen. And then um, Scott Borchetta signed them. They're over the Capitol now, but he signed them in 2012 or 2000 late late 2011 or early 2012 he signed him to a deal with big machine one of the one of the many labels under that umbrella and then of course they had their their brilliant the takedown of the song you're talking about point of finger girl in a country song but it's literally it took country music by storm as they say uh, because there's not been a female duo that just skyrocketed the way they did with that song and then ended up being platinum in a very, very short time. But uh, I think some of the things, the research I've done, that they're the only duo and to become the only third female duo, listen to this, in 70 years to top the country airplay charts. Hmm. So um, I knew that I think Barbara, Man- not Barbara Mandrell, Reba McIntyre and Linda, oh, the girl, her Davis. daughter's. Dave, Linda Davis, yes, yeah. her daughters, uh, Lady Annabellum, uh, and Lady Annabellum. But yeah, I think that was one of the two. But uh, Maddie and Tay, I remember being at their number one party. It was held at the OCMA building before it got blown up. Something <laughs> <laughs> else was built there. Blown up intentionally, I think. Yeah, intentionally, yes, blown up intentionally. But they were there and they cried 80% while they were making the speeches. Hmm. They were, I mean, it was sweet as it could be. It was just pitiful because I think it caught them completely off guard on an emotional level. And, uh, but, you know, I think we had to wait like a couple of, maybe a minute on one of them. I forgot which one it was because she couldn't quit crying enough to talk. <laughs> but it was very moving. I will tell you that I'm not making fun of it as that. I'm just talking about, yeah. they're very, very grateful for the success and their fans around them. I will tell you that. So and they do love their fans, but yeah, they're very very grateful. And uh, yeah, they actually played this year at at, uh, at I think it was UMG show this year at Country Radio Seminar. Uh-huh. And they they really you can see when they're on stage why that they're why they got immediately got a deal after they were let go from Bachetta's label. Yeah, they're now on Mercury Nashville Records, and this new yeah. album One Heart to Another was released April twenty sixth. And if you want to hear songs from that album, if you want to see Maddie and Tay in person, well, you're in luck. And they have teamed up with a great Oklahoman as they're part of Carrie Underwood's big time tour going on right now. And you can check out Maddie and Tay, part of the Cry Pretty Tour 360. Now, that sounds like a great tour. Oh, yeah. Well, anything with Carrie Underwood, because she knows how to work a stage. You know, she didn't get to where she was at by not being able to work a stage. But, yep, um, as you know. A stage as in a country music concert, not like uh, a stage some beautiful women like her might go work. Oh, exactly. (laughs) But uh, she does. uh, They were laughing about insuring her legs. She don't have her legs. Insured, stop that. But he was messing with me the other day. But, yeah, Maddie and Tate Mercury is part of the Universal Music Group. There's like seven labels under there. But they're in that. I think Luke Combs is signed there and Eric Church and Keith Urban and Little Big Council. She's in with some wonderful. Oh, Luke Bryan, of course. She's with some wonderful company being under the UMG umbrella with being on Mercury. Yep. Well, Carrie Underwood, a great Oklahoman, and as we said, one of the members of Maddie and Tave from Oklahoma. How about a pair of Oklahomans that have a big song out right now? Blake Shelton and Garth Brooks. They've got the great song out now called Dive Bar, 
and we've got some information to pass along as Blake Shelton was at Oklahoma. He was in Oklahoma at his farm with a hunting buddy when he got a text from his manager asking for his permission to give his phone number to Garth Brooks. Of course, Blake said yes, and in an interview with the Tennessee newspaper, Blake said that about 30 minutes later, he got a call from the Garth Brooks, who wanted to send him a song and see if he was interested in singing a duet with him. And, of course, that song was Dive Bar that Garth helped co-write. And Garth and Blake made the song's live debut together at Brooks's Stadium Tour Stop back in June in Boise, Idaho. And Dive Bar will be featured on Garth's upcoming album, Fun. And how about that combination? Out on the farm in Oklahoma, and you get permission. You have to get permission to give Garth Brooks your phone number. You know, that just goes to show that the manager of Blake was even though he, he would have did it anyway, but it just goes to show the respect between a manager and their artist. So even though it was Garth Brooks, he did not step over that fine line and just give Garth his number without warning Blake. Yeah. You know? Who is his so manager? I, do you know? Yeah, it's it's a Reba McIntyre stepson. Okay. Um, you see, he's married to Narvel Blackstock. It's Brandon Blackstock is his ah, manager. Ah, that's his manager? Okay, a guy who... Yeah, and Brandon, of course, is married to Kelly. Okay. Kelly Clarkson. All right. Well, that all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. I bet, you, I bet you that's how Blake and I guess Kelly end up on the same TV shows. It, it could have been. Could have been some magic behind the scenes there. You know, saying, hey, I, you know, we've got, of course, Kelly, I don't know if any of y'all know the backstory. You know, she was the very first American Idol winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, she had to sue, unfortunately to get her rights back because they owned i think like 65 percent which is about 40 50 percent over what you should own but because like i said it's such a high profile that they could make you know the kids sign anything and kelly signed it she was a young girl you know and mm-hmm. and she nearly thought she'd never make it honestly but anyway but she had to sue unfortunately the producers of idol to let her out of her contract so if you saw this season you saw that you know uh, adam was egging her on just a little bit about you know ooh that's a dirty word you know saying idle uh, you know because they basically just like never will I mean because she had to sue them you don't ever see her name or her likeness anywhere near American Idol now hmm. but you know but anyway but that's how come she ended up on the voice like wait I thought she would go on Idol and be a judge no she couldn't when she sued them to get her rights back and her and her music back after five or six years because it was forever i think then of course she became the black sheep no pun intended but uh yeah they didn't want her so apparently things worked really well her and her husband actually live in la now just because of the demanding schedule of the tv show oh okay well that makes a whole lot more sense i'm glad you clarified that in fact it brings me to ask you a question when we're talking about music and legalities here precious I think it was Miley Cyrus, another blast from the 2000s past of music, who recently gave some advice to Taylor Swift. Remember, Taylor Swift's been in a little battle with, I believe, the aforementioned Scott Borchetta, and they've got a fight going on over her her songs that she lo- no longer has control over. The rights have been sold. And I think it was Miley Cyrus that said, hey, Taylor, just go in and re-record all your stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it goes to show she got the support of a lot of people. I think what it was is they were showing texts and stuff. But if you read the text, it's not black and white. It's very cloudy. If you really look at the text, if you look at it, I looked at it on a like a legal side of it. 
it's very much a little smoky. It's not full on. Like I said, I've know um, a lot. Of, I know the person in Taylor's People's Camp very well, and of course, I've known Scott when he was a rocker in nineteen. 86, 87, playing at Sal's Rock Block here with hair down to his butt. <laughs> but uh, seriously, um, I, I believe anyway. you. I don't. I don't need to see that visual anymore. <laughs> Made me laugh. Now, now, luckily for Scott, he may have had hair down to his tuchus thirty years ago. To his credit, he still has hair, right? Oh yeah, and it's all real. It's natural curling. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Every bit of that's natural. It's not like he went bald over the last thirty years. No, no, his hair was like long and wavy, just like you see it now. Imagine that times three feet. And he went he on from rocking to being involved in record labels. I think he was with RCA for a while, and then he went on to start Big Machine. Oh, DreamWorks. Yeah, well, he was at DreamWorks, and he left, and him and Toby had a little split. But his dad, uh, Mike Warshetta, I knew when I came to town, because he would promote the records that the guy I was working with at the time had on Curb. He had a business deal with Mike Curb. Huh. Uh, called that's a smash publishing and we signed a song with from a kid named um well his name is johnson but he's had a song called friends and of course john michael cut it made it a big hit but um but i think a lot of what had happened is taylor you know big machine was already involved with universal music group Mm -hmm. because they are their distribution for the label so when taylor sort of moved from Big Machine over to Universal Music Group, it wasn't a big deal because Universal Music Group was already repping her songs as distribution. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm not for sure. I know that, uh, you know, Taylor would not just say that Scooter Braun, and of course I got an email from a publicist saying, please tell everybody in your magazine that Scooter Brown is not Scooter Braun because he was getting – Scooter Brown, the country guy, was getting really bad death threats and all kinds of stuff. Really? You know. Oh, yeah, from some of the Fandic fans. And he's like, I'm not Scooter Braun. I'm Scooter Brown. There's a difference. Um, anyway, but, uh, you know, I think she was super generally generally hurt um, over it. Uh, but I'm, I'm with Miley. I'm hope- they may have kept her masters, but she can always re-record and make it that much better. Pulling some of her super, super exvialidocious major pop friends to come in and cut with her, you know? Yeah. Well, she's got plenty of money to record whatever. In fact, I'm a little surprised she didn't just buy the Big Machine record label at one point with all the success that she was having. Taylor Swift, who I'm not a fan of these days since she's left Nashville behind for the bright lights of Tinseltown. Yeah, but not exactly all the time. She's here. She still has property down on the Gulch. Okay. You said the Gulch, not the Gulf. Now, the Gulch, right, right, the Gulch, down there on 12th Avenue South. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you clarified that. Taylor, we're not quite ready to throw you out of Music City. This is the Y'all Show, our Nashville country music spotlight. We've got the queen of music row with us, Precious Harris, letting us know about all the goings-on, whether it's legal maneuvers or anything else going on in music. When we come back after the break, Precious was sort of at a big number one party here this week. And I say sort of, she's going to fill us in on exactly how she appeared at this thing, even though she wasn't quite there in the flesh we've got news on bo duke john schneider is off the market say what we'll let you know about that good old boy after the break we also have a trivia question that we're going to ask and we'll go ahead and ask it right now and answer it when we come back the double platinum soundtrack for which movie was certified platinum on this date in 1980 here's a big hint 
The album featured the music of the Eagles, Ann Murray, Mickey Gilley, Kenny Rogers, Johnny Lee, the Charlie Daniels Band, Bonnie Raitt, Jimmy Buffett, and others. We'll have the answer to that, plus our big news of who's coming on the Y'all Show Thursday edition. That's up after the break on Y'all. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard, the bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Continuing on with the Y'all Show as we wrap up our Wednesday edition, final segment here as we continue the discussion of country music. And that song there was out in the 1990s on Giant Records by an artist named Rhonda Vincent. And Rhonda Vincent in the 1990s was trying to make a go of it on the country music chart, although it really had kind of been a bluegrass name for a while. And then after the 
Nashville thing didn't quite work out, at least in country music. She went back to the bluegrass scene. And guess what? She's now the queen of bluegrass. And on Thursday's Y'all Show, we're going to keep the music going. We'll have Rhonda Vincent joining us, the queen of bluegrass. We're going to learn more about her career and what else is going on with this queen on Thursday's Y'all Show. You do not want to miss this great interview with Rhonda Vincent from Missouri. We'll have a lot of fun talking to her, and we're talking with Precious Harris right now. It's the Nashville Music Line Report on the Y'all Show, and I know, Precious, you'll have your ear next to the radio when Rhonda's interview airs Thursday. Oh, yes. I love her. Of course, I got her autograph many years ago yeah. when she was on uh, Giant Records because my dad was such a huge bluegrass fan of hers. So I ended up getting her autograph. Now, listen to this. I was at Country Radio Seminar, and I had the hat that said Giant, hat, giant Records hat. Uh-huh. It was white, and I had Daryl Singletary's signature on there. I think I might have had Blake Shelton's on there when he was on Giant. But I had uh, Daryl's. I think I had maybe Joe Nichols. I had Rhonda Vincent and somebody else. Doug Supernova? No. Clay Walker? It was, no, it wasn't Clay, even though he was on there. Uh, anyway, but what had happened, I'm sitting in the elevator, and this guy looks at me, and he said, uh, can I sign your hat? And I said, uh, do you play music? He says, no. I used to play baseball, but somebody, they kicked me out. And I said, oh, what's your name? He goes, Pete Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and he signs the hat. Yeah. And my dad like, what the frick did you fake up that Pete Rose signature? And I went, nope. He was in the elevator partying with us at Nashville, you know, the country radio seminar. I guess at, he had at the Opperland Hotel. I was there that same night, Precious. In fact, if you'll remember, old Pete had a photographer there, and you had a chance to take a Polaroid with Pete Rose in the Giant Records suite. Now that was I know, and I can't find the freaking thing. I got one around here somewhere. Unfortunately, Polaroids don't last forever. But you're probably <laughs> no, the don't. reason I was there in I think the 1994 Country Radio Seminar. Pete Rose was there that same night, and you know who else was there? Sadly, Bill Paxton, the actor. He was also oh, there. Oh yeah, I had forgotten about him being there. Yeah, because he I had the Traveler movie that came out, and Randy Travis had a song on that soundtrack and bill paxton the actor who we lost a couple of years ago a native texan was at that same radio seminar all right talking about the old days with you precious we have a trivia question we got to answer the double album soundtrack for which movie was certified platinum on this date almost 30 years ago back in 1980 here's a hint the album featured the music or should i say the record featured the music of the eagles and murray mickey gilly kenny rogers johnny lee the Charlie Daniels Band, Bonnie Raitt, Jimmy Buffett, and others. Precious, which double album soundtrack, or should I say eight-track cassette, are we talking about here? Well, of course, Urban Cowboy. Oh, yeah, the John Travolta, Deborah Winger classic. You know what's so crazy? Is I have met everybody on that list. I didn't meet the whole Eagles. I've only met one Eagle because a friend of mine was sort of dating Don Henley many years ago. But, <coughs> excuse me, but yeah, I've met everybody on that list. Hmm. Crazy, isn't it? And I met them all at, well, now Johnny Lee I met years ago at the, oh, uh, before they put the naked statue, there used to be a club there called Gillies. Yes. And he was, and he was playing there before they moved everything around, ripped everything down. But his guitar player, was a kid he was really quiet but he ended up getting becoming a country star because uh 
his name was Wade Hayes. Ah. So when I saw Johnny Lee play for the first time, Wade Hayes was his guitar player. Huh. Well, I went to that same Gillies venue right there off of Music Row probably the same night you saw Johnny Lee. I saw that concert. And the reason I'm bringing it up, do you know who was in the audience at that concert roughly 1997 at Gillies in Nashville, Tennessee? With the wow. Jo- you know who was there? I met him. I couldn't believe he was there. And he, and he oh, d- I d- go ahead. I know who you're talking about, but I have a brain fart. It was an actor, and you wouldn't have thought this actor would have been at Gillies. Fred Berry. Now, if y'all don't know who Fred Berry is, I bet you know his character. He was Rerun. Do you remember Rerun? Yes. On, yes. I think, Good Times or What's Happening? He was on What's Happening. What's wore, Happening? What's Happening? He wore the red beret. Yeah, he was there that yeah. night. Kind of crazy. You never know. I'm telling you. We saw Willie Nelson on a golf cart about seven months ago. I'm just saying. Well, that's maybe a little bit understandable, but to see a rerun <laughs> in Nashville at a country music concert was a little bit of a rerun from, I don't know what show that would have been a rerun from. All right, Precious, more country music news. I didn't get to go to this particular party the other day. You and I were more familiar with going to parties 25, 30 years ago, but there was a party here for Michael Ray, the Florida singer, had a number one, and you were there with an asterisk. Sort of you were there for Michael Ray's celebration of a big song he had called One That Got Away. Yeah, actually, one of my friends plays in the band, and they were, um, I couldn't make the party. I was stressing out over my computer because... You know, I have all these columns I have to write, and when you have no computer, and uh, and they had told me that it looked like, and I only bought the computer, so I was stressing out. So you know, I have to be stressed out because the next, the second time that Michael Ray came to town, I brought him back to town through a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, and um, so I he was actually a former client of mine. So to see him, to miss his number one party was a lot, a lot for me to do that. But um, but the best part of it, one, a Kentucky boy's one of the writers, Josh Osborne. Uh, he also wrote uh, the same. Uh, him and uh, the uh, oh, what's his name, Chris Stefano. They wrote Morgan Evans's last number one song. Then of course, you know, his another producer that produces uh, John Party, Jesse Frazier. Mm-hmm. He was one of the writers, and of course, Trevor Rosen and Matthew Ramsey from uh, Old Dominion. But there, I just. I was there for, they've had three or four number ones in the last couple of years. So it was pretty cool to be able to see them. And they, of course, I got the pictures and I got, they were, we were actually, what do you call, like, a, not really Skyping, but something like that, you know, where you could pass around and say hi to everybody. So it was pretty cool to be there. And I realized that since it was traffic was backed up about an hour and a half, I'm sort of glad I did not try to go because I wouldn't have made it anyway because traffic was so bad today. But I'm very proud of Michael Ray. Yeah, I said, you know, when he won Nash, uh, ne- next big thing with John Rich, uh, when he moved to town, he gave me, he sent me a little text. Hey, precious, there's my new number, so and so. And when he moved to town, and he said, I'm here. I'm not be making trips back and forth to Nashville anymore. Hmm. I need to be here if I'm going to do something. And then, like I said, he ended up on uh, his his keyboard player was a good friend of mine, and he said Michael's going to try out for next big thing. What do you think? I said I think he's a star. He needs to do it. And sure enough, he ended up winning it, and John Rich produced him, and John Rich got him signed to Warner Brothers, and the rest is history. Well, the native of Eustis, Florida, has put out five singles, and all five hit the top 20 of the charts, starting with Kiss You in the Morning, which reached the top of the chart 
in 2015. He's also had Real Men Love Jesus, Think a Little Less, Get to You, and the one that was celebrated here this week, one that got away. Oh, and if you're not familiar with who Michael Ray is, well, you just might know his better half as he's married Carly Pierce is his getting bride. married. Oh, getting married. Unless I'm sorry. Snuck away. Well, actually, he said he was going to do it during CMA Fest. Okay. But she didn't want to do it because her parents, being an only child, her uh, parents like, no, you better not run away and do that. Okay. But uh, they might as well be married. Honestly, they like they're like two. Are you going to you know, tell us together. here they're living in sin? Is that what you're insinuating? Well, I'm not. I'm not for sure that they're living in sin. I'm just saying. That when they're on tour, their entire romance has been public knowledge. But they actually met last year. They were both on the New Faces show at CRS. Yeah. And um, somebody was talking, and they and they that was there backstage. One of the production people, who was a good friend of mine, he came out and he said, "Mark my word, Carly and Michael Ray will be dating in three months." And sure enough, <laughs> they were dated three months. I should have known at her number one party. I was at was her first number one. I look over and he's standing in the corner, very sheepish. He just sort of acknowledged me with his eyebrows and sort of waved. And I <laughs> winked at him like, I got you. Mm. I was like, what is Michael Ray doing at her number one party? And then I realized I put two and two together. Knew, now I know why. Uh, well, you know yeah. who else is not living in sin right now? Who's not living in sin? You're going to talk about my, my, uh, my, my, uh, my love when I was a little bitty, bitty girl. Well, maybe. Maybe John I'm talking Schneider. John Schneider. He's a married man. He married his longtime girlfriend Alicia at their farm in Louisiana, and so Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard is officially married. I think again. Surely he's been married more than once, probably. But yeah, yeah, they are. Woes from his last marriage. I will tell you. Yeah, he took he took a couple of blows. In fact, I thought he might have even lost that Louisiana farm. Maybe he lost his film studio down there or something. But he's lost it twice. Okay, flooding the tornado. Seriously. Oh man. And it. Yeah, and he just, um, you know, he went through some woes. But I will tell you, you know, and I hate when people point fingers, but he, I've met a good friend of mine, Donna Lee was booking him and they brought him down to the office to say hey and meet him and everything he is like the nicest guy he is and when donna, yeah he is so nice and then when donna told him that i had cancer he said i hate cancer i said i know i hate it too anyway he has a song well i love I cancer. cancer i love it. i think it's the greatest thing ever i'm just kidding him. you're so full of <laughs> but, but he did kidding. a single called i hate cancer oh. and i'm like that is so, yeah and i'm like i forgot and he did that song but yeah, he did it like a couple of years after I had initially, you know, got to meet him. Because I met him at like fanfare, you know, many years ago. But, you know, but this is the first time I actually got to meet him in an office situation with his booking agent and not just out in a fan zone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and of course, they didn't, he was, you know, they were supposed to have a Dukes of Hazard reunion. And then, of course, Tom Wopak got arrested. No, okay. I'm sorry. So I didn't, there was that. I think you know, I saw a headline. Didn't read. Well, you got to tell fill us in on Tom Wopat. What happened? Well, Tom Wopat, he actually been down here writing songs. You know, he had a record deal early he, on. Oh, he had a he had a record deal, and and I've been to his house right off of yeah. 440 in Nashville. Yeah, and he used yeah, to host and, a show uh, on TNN. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I mean, everything was going great, and everybody had signed up and had bookings and everything booked for the you know Dukes of Hazard reunion tour. Because everybody's been begging for it for years and years and years, and finally they said, "Okay, we got to do it." And uh, <clears throat> like um, several months before it started, we went down. Tom Opek got arrested for 
um, assault and some other things. And and everybody canceled. Then we got one date in on the Dukes of Hedrick Union tour before they canceled the whole thing. Mm. So none of the actors got paid because of Tom, Tom being a poo head uh, or anything, which is really sad because, you know, they had all planned on that money. And I think John, from what I understand, was going to use the money from the tour to rebuild his studios again from where the between the flooding and the hurricane, you know, and everything. He just had a hard time. But um, I'm glad that he's finally happy. I've, I met his girlfriend uh, only one time at the office, and she seems to be super, super nice. So I'm glad that those two are together. I'm very glad. Well, it was announced earlier this year, and I can't confirm if it's still set, but the Dukes of Hazard were supposed to have a festival coming to Virginia later this year, and I'm afraid it is May or May. Go to CootersPlace.com. That's Ben Jones's website. It's scheduled for Shenandoah, Virginia, August 10th and 11th, but I don't want to promise anybody anything. As I was at one of the last Dukes Fest held at Bristol Speedway, about 12 years ago and so hopefully wow. they're going to be doing it again tom wopat or not they'll hopefully have that but uh dukes of hazard love them q q q q q q q and i know <laughs> congratulations to john snyder for being a married man again all right let's talk a little tanya tucker before we get out of here she had something at the exit end that quickly sold out and then she's going to redo a date or something because of the great demand of miss t yeah, that's hers. Her limousine even says Miss T on the license tag. Um, but yeah, she's apparently they went ahead and decided exit in. Now it doesn't hold but three or four, about 300 people. Yeah. So for it to be sold out, that's, you know, not saying a lot, so to speak. But apparently it sold out in like 10 minutes. So that's why. But apparently decided there was so much demand that they've actually put her at the Grand Ole Opry. Mm. Uh, she's actually playing at the Grand Ole Opry in August of 23rd. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's also the same date, which they act like they added the date, but it's almost really weird that they added the date as the same date, exact same date as the release of her record, uh, While I'm Living. You know? ah, while I'm Living. Years. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the album artwork yet? I haven't. Okay. It looks like she's on the back of a horse, reared up with her with a horse front hooves in the air. And I really think that could be photoshopped because the face does not look like Miss T. <laughs> she's got this beautiful face. But I'm I'm just real surprised at that album cover. But anyway, but what do you see? It's it's monochromatic brown and beige. But it looks like she's on the back of a horse. Hmm. So um, we'll see. But I mean, I heard the music is just amazing. Uh, a friend of mine let me hear just one little bitty track. I mean, how can you go wrong with Shooter Jennings and uh, – brandy carlisle you know you got two geniuses behind the the board producing her so you know it is what it is while i'm living from tanya tucker before we leave a couple of birthdays we want to share with you this week don henley of the eagles turned 72 years young allison krauss had a birthday on tuesday she turned 48 and today pam tillis is 62 years old jared neiman is the big 4-0 today and those are some of your country music birthdays here on the y'all show and again we want to thank precious of iknowcountry.com nashvillemusicline.com and you can find precious's writing at y'all.com precious harris everybody thank you miss p you just talked about miss t let's congratulate (laughs) miss t and miss p rather miss p yeah pt you know yeah yeah all right well hope to see you guys next week 
I got some other good stuff coming up. Uh, next week, we're going to have the latest on Jordan Davis's new number one record, our new single. So I'll be giving you some bits and bobs. It's going to be a good week next week. And that will conclude the fun here on this Wednesday. And a reminder, on Thursday, we'll have the Queen of Bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent, joining us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, we'll have SEC news and more. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to The Y'all Show with John Rawl. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed.